Magandang araw, Podmates! Howie Severino muli kasama ang isa pang premyadong Pilipino na magbibigay ng payo sa atin tungkol sa anxiety ng Kapaskuhan. Yes, the holidays are not just joyful but also stressful. How can we manage the sensory overload after years of quiet and lockdowns? How should we react to the titos and titas who make taklesa comments during reunions? And just the relatives and friends that we no longer agree with. Maraming sa ating may ganyan. So, friends and podmates, our guest today, the trauma therapist and mental health clinician, among many other things, Gang Badoy Kapati. Magandang araw sa'yo, Gang. Hello, Howie. Mas- maraming salamat na na-invitahan na- na- mo ako dito. Ano yung sinabi mo kanina? Thoughts, people? Uh, podmates. Oh, podmates. <laughs> Pakulo lang namin yan. Just, you know. Akala ko sabi mo thoughtmates. Sasabihin ko sana, ang ganda naman. Nun. Pwede rin, pwede rin. Oo, oh, wow. That's, oh, oh. Well, ikaw naka-invento niyan. Ha? So, uh, you know, we'll give you credit. Anyway, gang, no? just to clarify and, and to get this uh, possible confusion out of the way. No, You're, you're one of two known public personalities with the last name Badoy and you are often mistaken for her, si Lorraine Badoy, ang dating communications official sa Administrasyong Duterte. Uh, just so people know, she is your half-sister. Both of you are very, very opinionated and active on social media. Maybe that's why you get mistaken for the other. But, uh, yun nga, just to clarify, you are gang and she is Lorraine, whom you call your manang we. She is older than you. I'll ask you about your interesting uh, family background later, <laughs> no? <laughs> First, let's go to Holiday Blues, gang, no? Uh, a, uh, I know uh, you've been thinking about this and this is part of your expertise, no? And, and thank you for uh, helping make mental health and wellness a part of the public uh, conversation. No? So it's it's that time of year, no? Maraming hope comings and reunions. This is the first big holiday season uh, since before the pandemic, no? Before, but we know holidays in general can be can be stressful, no? And now we're emerging from a pandemic. Yung palang, I know it's not just uh, a happy occasion, but I'm sure it makes some people nervous, no? So ang, tan- ang unang kong tanong sa'yo, gang, no? How do you think it will be different this year from the years before the pandemic? Do you think do you think the collective trauma of a global pandemic will affect how we celebrate? Well, ang trauma lagi siyang kailangan natin isipin yung trauma lagi na uh, time bound, lagi niyang kasabayang time. You have to always consider time kasi yung trauma is hindi yun yung bad event na nangyari. Yung trauma yung naiwan na mark Nalamat. So pag sinabi ko, nanonood ka ng CSI usually, di ba? Lama, uh, are there signs of trauma? So ang signs of trauma, black and blue, mm, uh, knife wound, or whatever. So it's, it, oh, usually physical na, Vivi. Exactly. Kaya nga ang emotional trauma, ang hirap-hirap niyang i-address kasi hindi siya visible. So dahil sinabi ko yung time, sa tanong mo, uh, tandaan mo, Maraming maraming Christmases ang naganap bago ng 2019. So depende ko ilang taon ka. So kung 20 ka, <laughs> then you've had at least 18, 19 Christmases, 2, 2.5 na years na nakalock. So may memory ka kung ano yung itsura ng Christmas pre-coronavirus, right? Dalawa lang yun kasi you'd kaka-release lang natin from lockdowns eh, right? So dalawa lang yun, wow, I'm back! Parang yun yung una. Kung hindi mo pa masyadong ma-feel yung dami ka pang hindi yung na-feel. It's a lot like if you're so, so hungry kasi yung una mong um, uh, meal, uh, iba yung paglasap mo kumpara sa uh, other days that you're hungry. So what do I mean? 
how do we handle coming out of a pandemic? I really think, first, I think we will enjoy the ones we've quote-unquote missed. And then, ito yung pinaka-okay, Howie. Uh, I think, konti lang ang gift ng pandemic and I still wish it didn't happen. It's still not there. I wish viruses didn't evolve this way. But meron siyang gift. May makikita ka throughout your life na parang ay okay lang pala to. Halimbawa, staying home. Marami sa atin, lalo na kung nakatira tayo sa uh, masalimuot, <laughs> medyo complex na na, pama- na household. Alam mo, kahit gano'ng ka-loving yung magpapamilya, kahit gano'ng ka-cool yung parents mo, laging may merong uh, mahirap na parts. Laging may komplikadong parts. Isa-survive mo yun <laughs> by going out. No? So may barkada ka, may friends. Kung di mo kasundo ate or kuya mo, ang comfort mo is may kaibigan ka ang may barkada ka na kasundo. So at least dito may happy moment. So nakikita mo ba yung definition ng coping mechanism? Yung lalabas ako kasi hassle sa bahay ngayon. Many of us have said that, you know. By the way, pag sinabi ko hassle sa bahay, I don't mean there's no love. <laughs> Laging may love naman. May, may, meron ding nakakainis sa love. <laughs> Parang ganun. So ang nangyayari, marirealize mo, okay lang palang magstay sa bahay. <laughs> may mga nagre-realize na ganun. So lahat ito, mapuput to the test over the holidays. Lahat ito, mafe-feel mo sarili mo habang nasa maingay na reunion, magkaka-one minute ka na, yoko pala to, or gusto ko pala to. So, ang ganda. Please observe yourself habang nasa, ano, nasa dinner ka or nasa family reunion ka. Pakiramdaman mo yung feeling ng chan mo, feeling ng shoulders mo, nagparang, tense ba ako the whole time? Alam mo, ganun, hindi natin napapansin, Howie. Well, may dumating na tita na, hindi mo masyadong kasundo or tita na sobrang critical, hindi mo napapansin yung lower back mo, nakatig, ano, yung, yung jaw mo, <laughs> nakagrip ano na, na yung teeth mo, tapos yung shoulders mo medyo alert. Yeah. Uh, kasi alert yung bodies natin pag hindi tayo masyadong safe. Habang nasa dinner ka, tunugan, tunugan mo sarili mo like, nagre-relax ba ako? Nafe-feel ko ba yung lower back ko? <laughs> jaw, kahit yung ano lang, panga. Kahit yung panga mo, tense na ako. Oo, ganyan. Well, nabanggit mo yung, yung tita, no? Well, we don't want we don't want to stereotype uh, titas. May mga tito rin na, na Ay, oh, that, that we dread, no? Na medyo uh, minsan taklesa or taktakles, no? Oh, so, okay. and that's one reason why many of us uh, dread big reunions uh, kasi hindi mo naman makokontrol minsan kung sino yung magpapakita doon, di ba? And then and then there's always somebody who will, you know, make a comment that that makes others uh, feel uncomfortable diba oh, oh, and, and, oh. And, and it's usually naman uh, well meaning diba parang nangangumusta lang uh, but you know very often parang politically incorrect these days no pero alam mo mga ibang kamag-anak natin they were born in a different time no like like minsan makikita ang, ang taba-taba mo na no as if uh, you know it's a sign of good health when actually parang nahi diba parang your people get conscious of these things and it's oh. and, and we have to we have to admit that you know many people because they weren't able to go outside during the pandemic no they stayed inside eating thing uh, exercise masyado or yung ano yung minsan di ba yung um oh kailan ka mag-aasawa di ba uh, or uh, kailan ka magkakaanak oh, oh <laughs> ako ako I, ha- I have one child madalas ko marinig yung antipid mo naman di ba parang oh bakit isa lang number one do you have that kind of experience uh, and you know what what do you hear and how do you react how would you recommend others uh, reacting or dealing with uh, those kinds of comments by well-meaning relatives and friends sometimes. Okay, unang-una, Howie, kailangan rin natin aminin na hindi sila lahat well-meaning. 
Uh, alam mo yun, kahit yung pagkasabi mo na, o oh, pag sinabihan kang, wang oh, taba mo ngayon, but they're well-meaning. Uh, okay rin aminan na sometimes hindi. Uh, I think some of them are mean. <laughs> they can be. I don't know for whatever reason. But the reason why I start there, kasi we, laging pag sinabi natin, pero well-meaning naman sila. Parang nabibigyan mo na rin ng excuse yung bad behavior agad eh. Intindihin mo na lang ibang generation sila. Intindihin mo na lang after the war kasi sa kanila, ibig sabihin, prosperous ang mataba. So, compliment yun. It doesn't matter. Pag may sinabihan kang 11-year-old na, uy, tumaba ka, kawawa yung 11-year-old na yun. Magtatrauma, sear siya sa brain na, I need to always be thin. So, they become really neurotic about weight loss and we've seen too many. By that, I mean, aminin natin na meron talagang <laughs> relatives na hindi bagay sa atin. Okay? Yun na muna. They're not good or bad. Hindi lang sila bagay sa atin because I think sometimes they're mean. Why do I start here? Kasi it, it's a stance of honesty. Ay, hindi. Merong iba talagang ganito. At at okay lang yun. I don't need... Hindi ko sila kailangan bawian. Hindi ko rin sila kailangan tabihan. Hindi <laughs> ko rin sila kailangan... <laughs> you know? Hindi um, ako magpapa-apekto. Pet, we always get affected. Second, pag sinabihan ka lang, uy, tumaba ka, uy, pumayat ka, kahit anong sabihin na that bothers you, may, dah- may reason kung bakit nasasaktan tayo agad, lalo na pag-family. Because we love them. <laughs> Kasi we want to we want them to be proud of us. We want them to be um, happy that we're related. Uh, so anything they say, ma- mas, malaki yung, ano, mas malaki yung hurt kumpara sa kung yung manang sa sari-sari store magsabing, tumaba ka kumpara sa tita mo. <laughs> iba, diba? So it comes from love, the way we're affecting. We accommodate the feeling kasi they matter to us. Okay? Now, I bring I bring us to the third. Ah. Why do they matter to us? Yun yung mahalagang question that might need a whole lifetime <laughs> to try to answer. Wait, uh, and why wait do they... well, hold on. Before we go on to, to that, no? kasi that's a long, that's a medyo important discussion. But back to number one na aminin natin na minsan hindi well-meaning. No? Okay, <laughs> I, I get what you what you're saying let's let's be honest na hindi naman lahat magandang intention may may mga may mga tao talaga na nangiiinsulto etc ito naman i don't know if it's a devil's advocate question but if we don't if we if we don't proceed from a kind of a good faith assumption kasi yun ang assumption eh good faith na okay well meaning di ba um kasi if we if won't, kung, won't if it we, become a fight it might become well, a fight well not well maybe it, it won't fight well personally I don't get into fights no but it might ruin my mood <laughs> diba na yeah, uh, rather yeah. than rather than gloss over it kasi that's one way of kind of reassuring yourself na na if you if you tell yourself na hindi naman hindi wala naman masamang intention well meaning naman yan mahal pa rin naman ako niya hindi, hindi niya alam ko anong sinasabi niya or he's just old school i mean if you rationalize it that way mas magiging forgiving ka sa tao and you can and it's more possible to move on rather than telling yourself na okay this, this person is really really he really uh, hindi maganda yung intention niya. May balak sa talagang mag-insulto. Eh, di ba? W- won't that make you like stew most of the night? Thank you for bringing that up. Super. Kasi, uh, yes, it can to make you stew the rest of the night. But it's not like you're surprised. You knew coming in that there are relatives such, such as these. Ba't nagugulat ka pa rin? But every year ba? Ine-expect mo na magiging mas okay sila? Parang, wow, optimistic mo naman. Parang hindi yan. So, what I want, if I say, eh, ganyan siya talaga. Um, uh, medyo mean-spirited talaga si Tito or si Tita X. Uh, you can do... Ganun talaga siya. 
you know, it doesn't have to have a reaction of fight or ruining my night. It you you actually get to practice. There are really awful people in the planet, and then you proceed. Why? Because ang dangerous masyado nung they mean well, etc. That leads to a large frame of thinking that it's excusable, but it isn't. These things are not excusable in the end. They're so hurtful when you're seven years old or when you're in a your preteen. A comment on your weight is the world. It means the world. To you, and even the comment lang na almost oh, naputi yung kabatid mo. Oh, don't. I'm not kahit, It seems like it's nothing. Many of us outgrow it, but but when you're nine years old, it, it that means the world. I think what I meant was Howie. Okay, tayo maging honest na oh, oh merong awful people, but they don't they don't invade my mind space na. Rather than deny, deny, deny. Kasi grabe yung system ng denial. Niya at the weirdest times in the largest magnitude. So, but ito, there's another set of situations that that are more, I guess, pertinent to the times. No, um, there are friends and relatives who show up, and then you realize they they have these opinions na that are like the polar opposite of yours. Uh, for example, I don't know your your own attitude on vac- vaccination. Uh, no, but I'm I I'm vaccinated. I'm boosted, but I have friends who are not don't believe in it and uh you know and it sometimes it causes some um awkwardness tension discomfort yeah because you know they go around they're not vaccinated diba so parang uh, aren't you, you know, aren't you putting at risk other people my ganon no okay that's that's one no and the other is of course you must political pa diba all of a sudden i you know i went to the states i have relatives pala who are pro trump um, well, you know who? How is that? <laughs> yeah, may maraming Pilipino dona ah, na pro Trump ah, sa America. Um, you'll be surprised. Hindi yung mga woke na kabataan. Usually, it's usually mga tito tita, di ba? Uh, and uh, you know who don't realize na you know anti immigrant pala itong <laughs> mga policies ni Trump. And oh. then uh, my white supremacy siyang mga allies, etc. No, it's uh, usually it's because you know he's anti abortion. Uh, mga ganon, no. But anyway. Um, that's another set of uh, circumstances, no? Na minsan hindi ka talaga makapagpigil. Eh. In terms of politics, um, you know, people who you know uh, agreed with the th- with the drug war, for example, no? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, sometimes you you really because there are there are other people listening, di ba? Uh, you know, sometimes you just have to you know uh, put in your um, two centavos worth of uh, of uh, opinion, di ba? Uh, on that, no? So. You, you know, man. How do you how do you deal with that? I mean, you can't say na uh, are they just mean. You can't say that they're, they're mean spirited just because they have a different political view, diba? Or do you just ignore it and you know shift the conversation to to the weather and uh, vacation plans <laughs> or the food, the food, diba? Or let's talk about lechon instead of you know um, uh, <laughs> who you're going to vote for, etc. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Uh, bago ka pa pumunta sa party, okay na mag-decide ka na kaagad kung makikipag, uh, mag-engage ka, mag-share ka ng opinion. Or you will keep the the conversation on the weather and the food. Parang sana bago ka pumunta, mag-decide ka na. I mean, nag-e-ensayo tayo, nag-stretching tayo bago mag-jogging, bago mag-basketball. Kailangan mong mag- mag-emotional stretching bago ka pumunta sa family reunion. Hindi ka pwedeng pumunta doon from the cold. Cramps ka kaagad emotionally and um, psychologically. So yes, please, bago ka pumunta sa large gathering, lalo na kung medyo may tricky people, um, ano, stretching ka na na parang pag-bringing up ba to? What if they bring this? I won't engage if they bring this up. So, may, pwede ka mag-pre-decide. Oh, pwede ka mag-pre-decide. 
Pwede ka rin ba mag-change ng mind while you're already eating? Of course. Of course, pwede. Talagang read the room. Read, basahin mo kung sinong nandun. Tansyahin mo rin kung nasan ka doon. Tansyahin mo kung sinong dapat kausapin at patulan pa at sino yung hindi. Kasi merong iba na nagbibring up ng topic para manalo. <laughs> yung mga ngayon, let them win. <laughs> ah, pero merong iba na talagang inquiry. May tanong. Lalo na kung pamangkin mo, mas bata sa'yo. Lalo na kung uh, peer mo, let's say pinsan. Iba na kasi yung rules pag ano eh, older eh. So I'm talking about peer and pamangkin. Na parang may strong opinion. And you feel like you are in a position, whatever that means to you. You're in a spot and you have some knowledge that you would like to share. Uh, now, ito pa. <laughs> the number one uh, most difficult is talagang minding your tone. The way you say it. The way you say things. And, and when words... You know, wars have been caused by using the wrong phrase. So, yon may ganon. Ah, uh, ikaw rin. Examine mo rin sarili mo. Nage-engage ba ako sa conversation to kasi gusto ko manalo dahil nakakainis tong tito na to? Or nage-engage ba ako kasi talagang I really think endangered sila if they're not vaccinated? Those are two different things. And then you go from there. Basically, ang sabi mo, i-process natin. Huwag tayong, let's not be rash. Uh, in other words, mayroon na tayong strategy on how to deal with it rather than you know, uh, re- you know, reacting on the spur of the moment. Parang, di ba? Kasi that's how trouble begins, eh. Di ba? You don't want these nights to end badly. Di ba? I mean, it's, you know, these... For you, actually, Howie, I really appreciate that you said earlier that uh, the reason why I keep assigning good faith to people who are biting and mean is because I need to keep my mood. So it's the way that I keep my, equi- you know, my equanimity, my evenness of temper as I go there. Uh... So para sa iyo yon. Okay. So okay lang. Pero para sa iyo rin yung sinabi ko na okay lang aminin na hindi sila okay. Ha? Ang hindi okay is all night <laughs> igigera mo sila just because you admitted that. What I want us to learn is to say ah hindi siya masyadong okay at hindi ko problema yon. Ah hindi siya masyadong okay hindi na lang ako tatabi doon. Hindi siya masyadong okay siguro magha-hi hello lang ako mano and then I'll leave. So there is an honesty, there's a calmness, and when you decide that someone is awful, it doesn't always have to be a fight. You can actually stay away. But it's really good training to have a calm body while admitting there is a monster in the room. Yeah, It's really, really helpful rather than monster, fight, or monster, not go, or no, I'm sure it's a well-meaning monster. So, my, conscious ka lang, but that doesn't mean na kailangan mo i-verbalize kung ano yung iniisip mo. Yeah, oh, correct, correct. Pinag-uusapan ko lang yung thought, wala pa yung decision how to act towards them. Yeah, yeah. Pinag-uusapan ko lang yung aminin mo naman, di ba? Okay lang. You know, okay. Now, you know, we're so, our culture is so family-oriented, no? Uh, however, in the last couple of years, marami sa atin ang, you know, nakakulong lang sa bahay. Nasanay na tayo doon. I mean, you mentioned that earlier, no? Uh, and and uh, many of us were fine with it, no? Uh, and now, uh, kung nakaka-cause ng anxiety yung pupunta ka sa isang na, you know, you're expected to be at a family gathering or reunion. And you know, there are there are people there that you you don't you may not agree with or might say something that will that could be hurtful etc would it be okay not to go for your own peace of mind uh is that an option uh and how can we set healthy boundaries no uh with our relatives and and family 100% yes pwedeng mag-absent i will always say that pwedeng mag-absent ang gusto ko lang tanong mo sa sarili mo ay 
how will you feel the next day after mo mag-absent? Do you feel FOMO? Like, do you feel rotten when you see the pictures of your family and you're not there? Uh, is that the priority? Or can you live with it and say, ah, sayang, wala ako doon sa family picture. Okay lang. May ganung effects eh, di ba? I mean, these are real things. Hindi to mababaw. These are not shallow things actually. So, uh, pwede mag-absent. <laughs> pwede mag-absent talaga. Kasi, um, ang laki ng presyo masyado kung pumunta ka into a lion's den <laughs> knowingly. And then, must for me, I would rather go and then and be prepared for it or go with no, um, what's the word? With no unnecessary hope that, that it'll be okay. Kasi times two yung heartbreak mo after. Kapag, you know, baka it will be a happy Christmas. So far, no, we've been talking about, you know, family dealing with, uh, you know, relatives kind of in an abstract or generic sense, no? But <laughs> I want to ask you about your own family since you have <laughs> you have an interesting family background, no? And, and quite unusual, no? Just, just for our listeners who aren't familiar. Uh, your your father, si Justice Anacleto Badoy, was a widower with five children. Correct me if any of this is wrong. Huh? Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, and then he and then so he was a widower, no, and then uh, he married your mom, who was a widow then, who had eight children. Okay, and then uh, so na combine yung dalawang uh, puersa na yan, no? Uh, oh, then the two of them, yeah. Then the two of them had you and your older brother uh, Nuch, no. So um. I can imagine, no, uh, or I, I maybe I can't imagine. It's it's no, hard to can't. imagine. But did you <laughs> did you all get together for Christmas while you were growing up? And uh, what was that like? Me, no, uh, no. Uh, how do I say this? Uh, when when we were born, Nuch and I, my brother and I, the you have to look at the average age. Ah, mga panganay mga eighteen, nineteen sila non or seventeen. When you were born, na oh, yeah, ng aguat, I was born. In other words. So teenagers, my teenagers, na marami sa gitna, and then may may blank. Years of children, kasi yun yung years na widowed sila and then kami. Nakagisnan ko, Howie, wala na sila. It was just me and my mom's children. Whoever my mom gave birth to, that's who I grew up with. So the eight, Sakros, that's their last name, and Nuchanai. So we're ten. The five by my dad's first wife, uh, kasama dun si Yusik Lorraine, they grew up in another home. So when I would ask, when we, when we would see each other, if you ask from me lang, ang alam ko lang, we only see each other New Year's Day lunch. Okay. January 1 lunch. That's when all 15 offsprings are together. So you know family tradition your New Year's. Oh, but but you did get together, no? So you were the and then you were the youngest of this big yes. brood, no? So so what was that like? Now that I'm older, you know, as I'm turning 52, and now that I'm older, I look back and I realize, wow, that was tedious. Uh -oh. Minsan nga naawa ako sa younger self ko kwante. <laughs> Kasi parang, wow, pinanganak ako. Ang dami kong tinikling. Si, si, tinik, ang joke namin ng kapatid ko lagi. Nagtitinikling kami at nagsisingkil para lang umabot sa gerber namin. <laughs> para lang umabot sa, sa baby food namin. Ah. When, when an infant is born, in any mammal situation, be it a cat, dog, or a human, there is care around that baby and, you know, dependent yung baby and then there's food, etc. Uh, when I was born, uh, my mom was bedridden for the next seven months kasi I was a tedious birth. So, ang nag-alaga sa akin in rotation, mga kapatid ko, um, I heard, no matter how loving my mom is, you can't have, you have ten, you know? You have one. You have Alon, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that Just Even one. that, yeah, even that. Is, Sometimes uh, it feels like four or five though. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> Imagine kami. Uh-huh. So, an- anong Growing up as a youngest child of a, a complex family setup really set me up to be um, uh, chronically traumatized. Not in, a, not in what you're imagining, not in the acute way, but chronically traumatized, meaning I'm always careful. Um, I, I always, um, we kami yung mabantay what we say. No? Hindi rin kami masyadong mahingi. Hindi kami mahingi kasi there are other people. So we wait for our turn a lot. Um, which makes us very resourceful. Sometimes I ask through my dad. I have to figure out how to get what I want. So maraming maraming ang tawag dito, internal, innate, inborn lessons when you grow up the youngest of a large family or anyone in a large mm-hmm. family. Okay, well, yeah, speaking of these lessons, no? Kasi, you know, you've, you've had some public disagreements, no? Over politics and 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 other issues with your ate, no older your older half sister Lorraine, no. But I understand that you were close uh, at one time. Uh, I I know her public comments on social media have have been a source of stress for you. How how have you how have you handled that? And ha, have you uh, been applying some of your your advice to others on your own personal <laughs> situation? No, I I know this is. In a way, this is private, but you've been, you've been, you know, tweet, both of you tweet, yeah, no? yeah. and so you're kind of public about all this, and many people know about it. People are curious also because I'm sure you're not in, the, you're not unique in having disagreements with a sibling, no? So how have you handled that? Actually, a large part of my diving into neuroscience, brain behavior, and mental health is because my mom has Alzheimer's, and I was full also feeling. Uh, uh, something I didn't imagine I'd ever have, which was a uh, bout with depression. I really struggled with it as my mom was losing his mem- her memory. And then in the process, I realized, go, whoa, I also need everything I'm learning to handle just the dailies that, that land on my lap, you know, apparently. I think, Howie, as we get older, you get less and less energy and endurance to handle bullshit. So you, I started feeling started crawling closer and closer to a place na parang I tried to be as honest as possible. Uh-oh, then I realized, wow, growing up pala, living in lies made me feel protected. Uh, like, no, they're nice. That's what I mean. I think that's why I answered your question early on. When you always say she's well-meaning, they don't, the relative is well-meaning, they don't mean to hurt you. I think that's a lie I've been telling myself for many situations na no, it's okay. It's okay. I'm always torn between really fucking ignoring and and like dismissing. And oh my God, ano to, and really make it ruin my day. And also there's another area which is heartbroken. Like, wow, she used to be so cool. So yes, I have like a thousand feelings around this. Uh, recently, it 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 leans more towards annoyance. Parang yun na lang yung dominant feeling ngayon. But I also learned immensely difficult na... I can love this person from afar, very, very far. <laughs> and I don't need to have the dinners. And just because we don't reconcile or in, in the traditional cinematic way, like, sorry, then your friends again, <laughs> doesn't make it not right. It's all right. You can walk away. I learned to accept that I will have 500 moods depending on the day it, I'm seeing it. And I will just have to accept that. And I don't need to decide today what where I am. Like, I don't need to, to decide tonight that I will never be bothered by her. I, I don't also need to decide that I no longer love her. Kailangan tanong mo ako ulit bukas. Tanong mo ako ulit bukas. Oh, we forget about it. Then you ask me again next month. Because that's human, that's human condition. 
Uh, ba't ko sinasabi to? Ba't ko sinashare to? Kasi baka meron ka rin ganito in your life, yung mga nakikinig. Baka meron ka rin ka mag-anak na talagang parang, whew, hindi talaga... <laughs> Hindi talaga okay, parang medyo uh, ang ang gaspang in on you. Uh, it's so rough on you. Baka rough din ako on her, ha? so don't, don't get me wrong. I don't know, but on I'm just speaking of my side. Kung meron ka kamag-anak na ganito, meron akong isi-share talaga. Hindi mo kailangan mag-decide kung ano yung feeling mo permanently. Pwede ka mag-decide. This week, hindi ko muna papansinin kasi meron akong exam. This week, na-bother ako, naiyak ako kasi okay kami dati. This week, asar na asar ako. Grabe ba pinagsasabi nito tungkol sa red tag? <laughs> well, and, uh, so yeah, I have a problem with many things she says. So my point is, um, I have a thousand feelings. <laughs> I have a thousand feelings regarding her. Recently, the predominant feeling is, uh, eh? <laughs> basta, basta alam nila hindi ako yun, okay na ako, parang ganun. Yeah, yeah, and I know it, I know. and and I know it, it it um causes you some uh a certain kind of anxiety when people mistake you for her. I mean, you've said na sometimes people yeah. message sometimes people message you thinking you're Lorraine, no? Yes, yes. Uh, wow, you know, can't imagine. <laughs> um, sometimes I get fan mail, pero but it's mga two out of twenty lang. Pero mga eighteen out of twenty talagang hate messages for her, and um when it's recklessly written, like puro. Ah, uh, bakit mo? Eh? Uh, hindi ko pinapansin 'yun. Pero parang pag thoughtfully written kasi nahiya akong hindi mag-reply na <laughs> actually sorry you feel this way na namatayan ka rin ng friend, etc. Pero actually hindi ako 'yun, pero if forward ko parang ganoon. Yeah, we were close. Is that what you're asking? We started with that. We were close. In fact, um I would consider myself really close. I was so absolutely honest with her growing up because she was the relieving adult for me that accepted anything I said. Uh, how do I, uh, what do I mean? My older si- sisters, whom I really grew up with, they're very well behaved. <laughs> you know, like and my mom is very strict. You can't say bad words. Yeah, yeah, you have to do well in school. Um, Manang we was like the breath of fresh air for me because I could do anything. I can even say, can I light a cigarette? And parang sharing my consent. She was the cool one. She's the cool adult. Let's just put it that way. Uh, and for any teenage Filipina, it's so relieving to have an adult female that makes you feel. I'm not judged, you know. So that's kind of her to me. And I also thought I envied her a lot because she was so brash. Like it, she could just say things. And I was always afraid <laughs> of what my mom would say. So I slowly would get the frankness from her. But then I was always afraid of my mom or the disapproval of my older siblings. So I would pull back a bit. But I did pick up the... Um, I love it when she was irreverent, joking. <laughs> she nakaka-joke ng bastos and she gets away with it. I really I really um enjoyed that those stretch of years. I'm very grateful. You know, if I think about it now, I'm super grateful I had three decades and some as a good friend to Lorraine. I really I mean I cherish those. Um that's gone. <laughs> uh I've mourned that. Pagluksaan ko na. Oh, but I'm super grateful I had that. But ngayon, wala nang space eh. There's no space for her in my world. And I don't think I have space in her world either. And this is what I mean by truth. And you say, hmm, sometimes they're not, hindi lang kami bagay. No. Sayang, no? Sayang, no? Kasi feeling ko okay kami kung magiging magkakampi kami. <laughs> uh, pero hindi. So. Yeah. Well, and you know, the reason, also one reason why I'm asking about this particular relationship is, hindi naman kayo ganun ka-unique. Of course, they're unique very unique aspects of your relationship. You know? But in terms of politics, dividing families, you know, siblings not talking to each other anymore or children not, you know, not talking to their parents because of politics. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. uh, madalas nangyayari ngayon yan because politics are so polarizing uh, these days. I mean, they've always been polarizing, but maybe because it's a lot of the disagreements have been magnified by social media and people feel so empowered to say anything they want, whereas before, you know, they would just be quiet about certain things. But now, no, you know, very few people are quiet about their opinions. Yeah. So I also think because it became about people, it became by people, I mean, it became about the the person uh, symbolizing certain seg segments. It's no longer about uh, movements or like human rights or making the Philippines better or lessening our debt or paying our taxes. It became about Lenny Bongbong or it became about Vicor. You know, it became about the. And when there's a human face to it, we can't help but feel being the cheerleaders of that person. And then the, I think that's what's divisive. But I think uh, on all political spectrum sides, nobody will say naman that. We don't want the Philippines to succeed. Parang, I, I think everybody will agree. I think we now have to figure out, parang, bakit, what if we just focus on that? Take out all the names. How about that? Let's take out all the names and just discuss the Maharlika Wealth Fund. Let's just take out all the names involved and talk about just what Angat Buhay does. Let's take out all the names and do discuss DepEd. Just DepEd. What's what's it doing? Tanggalin mo lahat ng, ng, lahat ng pangalan involved. Baka we can find ano, a better conversation. But no, names are in and then emotions are in attached to the names we support. Colors are in and we have like raging feelings about these colors too. So, yeah, I think it becomes that. I want to ask you about your your varied career. No, You've, you've worn many hats nga. Um... Uh, as I mentioned earlier, no, I mean, you know, one of the things you've done is you've you've helped make volunteerism uh, cool, no, through Rock Ed and how it's responded to you know disasters, and now you're it's more it's gotten into you know mental health. You um, is is Project Steady a Rock Ed uh, project, no? Uh, so you're making you're making mental health now a, a part of public conversations, but you know you went to UP, you know you played on uh, the varsity volleyball team. Okay, so you're sports-minded uh, uh, person. Then you went to the U.S. for a decade, and I, I read that you became a barista, a journalist, among other things. You came home, became a radio show host. I, in fact, I guested on your your show uh, uh, years ago, and then you know, naging aktivista karen, no? For you have you've had various causes, and now you're uh you've called you call yourself a trauma therapist that's your profession and you've gotten training for this no so what what is ano your main influence dito sa mga choices na to? how did you end up uh, doing what you're doing now why why mental why mental health mental wellness i don't think i don't think it'll surprise you but i'll say it anyway uh if you trace everything you just said about me they're all really leading to one general direction which is that i think i've been finding for myself a venue to ask my questions so whether it's in politics in it's in a it's in uh the way sports are run in taking care of our athletes lagging lagi yata akong driven by I have questions and I want a venue to ask these questions. So I really always want to say that Rocket is a, an advocacy of questions and mental health. I ended up here not by way of uh, zigzag. Actually, I think it's a direct flight from asking about civic rights, civic engagement, participation, relevance, love of country, mingling culture, uh, music, film, art, definitely. It leads to my mental steadiness pala. Yun pala yung bottom line of this all. 
when I keep studying um, civil movement, political motions, leaders, it really goes back to mental health care, I think, from when they were young. Where did this thinking start? I taught in the uh, maximum security prison. Diba? I was their art therapist for a long time. And basically, I was their therapist. Oh, oh that's over, that's almost a decade. I, Howie. I also learned doon na a lot of criminal behavior, quote-unquote, really came from lack of mental health care, lack of mental health guiding. Many crimes were done uh, on a spur of what I now look back and parang that was a manic episode. Parang that was a manic episode. By criminal, I mean those who were caught and in jail. Not, I don't mean the large-scale criminals who do systematic grafta iba sila ibang liga yon ito talaga yung mga naaaresto at na, na jail um karamihan doon is lack of structure lack of parenting pero la- large percentage talaga is um the incapacity to mentally and emotionally regulate themselves so they react yeah so so wh- why did you end up doing that how did this become a mission no? i mean there there are a lot of sectors you could you could focus on i mean you could have you could have uh, spent a lot more time with orphans or the urban poor um but you know you've made this a particular mission no? and in particular you're you've been um facilitating or teaching uh creative writing uh as a wellness strategy as a as a way of um helping helping them uh, through through this kind of art no so, uh, why? Marami rin nagtanong sa akin recently, ba't para sa atang pasyente mo mayaman, it's my heartbreak, ah? Because they're the ones who can afford. Ay, that's first. But second, I do charge full rates so that each patient sponsors a public school teacher who can't afford to pay. I have a socialized um, framework in my in our clinic, in our learning lab. Nare-realize ko rin slowly many large things are decisions made by very few people in our lives. Whether it's the tycoon, it's the Senate, it's the, I don't know. I realize now that a that the lower the anatag don yung sa 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 tatsulok. Talagang alit konting konting lang yung nagde-decide for so many uh, how we are employed, what kind of businesses come in. There are few signatures that happened, and then the whole call center uh, industry came in. That's a great uh, example of how small a small group of people influenced the whole. And, and then what happened nung nagka-BPO na tayo, meron ng Family Mart 7-11, nagka-24 hour businesses because of that. So what I mean is, na-realize ko na sa lahat ng ginawa ko as a human rights activist, as a etc. It's in the hands of few. It's in the hands of very few people. Our fate sometimes is in the hands of very few people. And so I want to have more and more and more and more and more and more people who are mentally regulating, who can make decisions not so much based on reflex from trauma. Hindi yung dahil nabuli ako, magbubuli ba ako. Narealize ko parang ito yata yung bottom line. Kahit lahat ng ng uh, dictators, ng military rules, etc. If you look back in their in their life history, there really is something that may have gone unaddressed, a trauma that may have gone unaddressed. Well, you know, I just want to just share, no, because I did a documentary where I had to go inside New Belibid and interview uh, inmates there. And I, I realized a vast majority of them uh, uh, did not finish uh, high, even high school. And many, many did not finish elementary school. 
uh, and uh, many of them were illiterate, actually, couldn't read or write. So, parang wala sila masyadong options as a career except crime, no? Um, I'm sure mental wellness had probably had something to do with it. Um, but uh, I guess if kundi ka nakapag-aral, uh, even if you don't have you know mental health issues, uh, you could be mentally well. Uh, but if you don't, if you if you didn't graduate from elementary school, you don't know how to read or write. And someone says, "Oi, isama uh, ka sa amen, you know, you're, you're going to earn this much by doing this." Um, you know, it's very tempting, no? And then you end up in prison. Um, so I guess that's um, and that's why there's, yeah, there's a, that's a, that's why also there's a literacy program there as a prison. No? Sorry, kaya sila yung nahuhuli at hindi yung mga boss nila. Uh, I want to ask you about um, uh, one experience you had in in. Uh, teaching creative writing sa, sa prison. I mean, it's very admirable you're doing this. But sabi mo, tumigil ka sa iyong um, pagtuturo sa New Believed Prison nung uh, napatay si Alexis Chuseco and his girlfriend uh, Nika uh, because you were, you were, I guess, traumatized, I guess is, is one one way of describing it. No? Um, and I remember, I also knew Alexis no? and uh, I wasn't as close to him as, as you were. Uh, but, I um I know how you grieved you and uh, you know people like Erwin Romulo you know he had a lot of friends. How did you process that? And and I, I, eventually you went back to Bilibid, no? So you you were able to overcome. I did, did you go through a period of anger as well, no? Uh, you were were you blaming people? Uh, you were you were blaming uh like like criminal types. You mga mo sa Bilibid. Is that was that part of your thought process there? Your reaction. You know, uh, bef before the murders, so that's 2009. Uh, by, by the way, para lang malinaw, kaya ko lang pag-usapan yung murders ngayon without breaking down because I did my work over the 13 years to get uh, to a calmer space about it. I'm not over the murders and I have not moved on, whatever you mean by that. I just can handle it more with a calmer um, countenance. Tama ba yan? <laughs> Mas kaya ko na siyang pag-usapan na hindi nababasag. Um, yeah. Pero for the first six years, hindi ko siya, siya pinag-uusapan yung murders ni Alexis at Nika. Para lang sa mga hindi familiar, meron akong dalawang kaibigan na film critic um, na murder sila sa bahay nila sa Time Street at ako yung nakita ko sila sa crime scene kung saan sila pinatay sa kitchen nila. So yun, acute trauma yun. So um, clear case study ako of myself, actually. Now you, now you also know why I went and studied uh, trauma recovery. Um, anger, okay. Bago nun, nung buhay pa sila Alexis, natanungin ako lagi, bakit ka nagtuturo sa prison? Ba parang sayang oras mo, ay ba magturo sa children, tra teacher training? Bakit um, criminals? Ang sinasabi ko lagi ay, kasi sila yung worst of us, quote-unquote, at sila yung pinakamababang priority sa lipunan. So kung meron lang isang grupo kami, Rocked, na naglaan ng oras na they deserve education, they deserve to learn how to read, even if hindi na sila makakalabas, baka meron akong bar na ma-race sa buong lipunan. Na Naaakit din yung bar ng mga women and children and, and men who are not criminals. Parang baka may aakit na bar. Parang yun yung... Uh, very idealistic because I was so young. <laughs> I was so young then. And then they say, but why believe it? And I say, I think I can afford to do this. Then when they say, what do you mean you can afford? I said, because I have never been a victim of a heinous crime. I've never been a victim of a crime. You know, I used to say that, Howie. I think I can afford because my bandwidth for it. Never pa ako na-victimize ng 
agreement as we know it. And then when Alexis got murdered and Nika, I had to pause kasi parang yung hinahanap kong tao, the, of, the perpetrators of the murder, yung pinaka-ayokong tao, I hate uh, murderers to begin with, Ito sila, ito sila, ito yung mga estudyante ko. Kasi alam ko yung mga estudyante ko, merong triple homicide, double homicide, etc., etc. But I always took it in stride, parang abstract siya sa akin. Pero nung nagka-friend na ako na, na murder, na-realize ko, sila to. So now, yung sinabi mo, did you have anger? Did you think it was them? Um, yes, alam mo, pag may nag-offend sa'yo, meron talagang taong who will remind you of it. So, you also have to be careful na hindi sila yon, Okay? I'll give you an example. Kung merong <laughs> nag-break ng heart mo na mestizo, <laughs> hindi lahat ng mestizo masama. Pero by instinct, ayaw mo na ng mestizo. Parang nakikita mo ba yun? So, parang ganun. Um, did I have anger? Um, yes, but my anger was in a prison. Parang it was everywhere how we, I was angry at Noy Noy, <laughs> who was a senator at that time. Because she lives six houses from you. It's in Times Street. I was angry at Whoever the mayor is of QC at that time, I was angry. Busted Herbert Bautista, I forget. I was angry at the justice system. I was angry at everyone. I wasn't sure who was. I was angry at walang na-arrest. Eh, sanay na sanay pa naman ako manood ng law and order tsaka CSI na nasosolve yung murder after one hour, di ba? So, yeah, that was rough. That was really rough. I had to swim through uh, emotional muck <laughs> and a lot of uh, unsafe uh, what do you call this? Uh, environment reactions. Grabe, I, I started to shut down. But, uh, I, mean, I still am shut down. But I also learned that napaka-liberating pala. Kakapagpalaya. Kapag na-realize mo na hindi yung mga inmates ko ang nag-cause ng pain or ng murder ni Alexis. Uh, pwede ko siyang separate. Iba yon. So, I learned how to, what's the word? Asintado with my anger. Oh, kasi when you're not aware and you don't work on it, galit ka sa lahat. So pag masama yung, masama yung um, mood mo, kahit sinong lumapit, galit ka sa lahat. Okay. May, may lubak, galit ka kay Bongbong. <laughs> uh, traffic, galit ka kay Bongbong. Umulan, galit ka kay Bongbong. Lahat, lahat present, galit ka kay GMA, galit ka kay Lenny, galit ka kay ano. Um, napaka, uh, yun yung sinasabi ko para napakakalat ng energy of your anger. Pero kung matuto ka palang maging mas reflective and you pause, and really observe everything. Saan ako, saan ako dapat dalhin tong feelings na to? Kasi hindi siya lahat anger, ah. Karamihan doon, grief, sadness, hope. No, hindi, hindi siya laging anger. Pero dapat may pinupuntahan yon. Kasi kung kinimkim mo, dito ka nagkaka-eczema, psoriasis, asthma. Minsan doon talaga galing kasi tatambay sa body mo yung feeling. At by the way, hindi ko siya pinag-uusapan na feeling na uh, magic, ah. Ang feelings kasi, may may katumbas siya na chemical in your body. Adrenaline, cortisol, epinephrine, etc. So pag sinabi kong release ka ng release ng adrenaline tapos walang pinupuntahan, yun talaga halos minsan nagiging um, uh, high blood pressure or low blood pressure, whichever the direction is. High insulin, tapos nagiging habits. Iinom ka, or kakain ka ng super dami, or nag hindi ka nababangon. So, see, nag-give birth yung feelings mo into behavior, tas nagiging uh, illness. No? Sa pag hindi ka mag-exercise, so hindi ka mag-etc. So, can you see the connection? Hindi siya feelings equals illness, ha? It's feelings equals <laughs> equals um, mood equals behavior, tapos nagiging... Pag may behavior na chronic, hindi ka nag-exercise, hindi ka kumakain ng maayos, hindi ka natutulog ng maayos, yun yung nagiging disease. So, hindi 
it's actually science-based na your feelings cause you ill. <laughs> I was, I was. In fact, nag-come to a head lahat sa akin, Howie, nung, oh, how do I say this? Nang nari yung murders 2009, I think nag-deep-deep depression ako 2015. Kasi dun din nawawala ng memory yung mami ko. Yun yung years na yun. Nung nawawala yung mami ko, alertness-wise, kasi hindi na niya nakikilala, dun ko na-feel yung <laughs> five years ago na murders na hindi na, parang dun ko siya na naramdaman for the first time. Kasi nung right after the murders, I was just, um, what's the word, um, being busy. <laughs> Parang busy-busy ako with all my projects para hindi ako magluksa. Oh. Nangyayari ba sa, yoyo, sa inyo yun, uh, for people listening? Like, I'd rather be busy than grieving. <laughs> Mas gusto ko nang busy-busy ako kaysa nagluluksa. Ayoko maramdaman yung feeling, so busy ka. Yeah. Does it make sense? Well, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a common strategy. Sometimes you don't have any option, di ba? Rather than just feeling sad at home. Lalo na if you lose a loved one, di ba? Minsan ganun eh. I, you know, you people, some people go back to work right away and then, and then uh, you know, their friends yeah, and will, then it hits them. Their, yeah, <laughs> and their then friends will say, oh, that's his way of dealing with it. That's his way of coping, di ba? Oh, wala namang isang rule. Oo, pero ang sasabihin ko lang, kakachap lagi. Laging magkakachap. So, maglaan ka na rin ng oras kung kaya. For it to accommodate it. Kasi nakakatakot pag ginulat ka ng ano eh. Pag ginulat ka ng grief. That's part one of our conversation with Gang Badoy, trauma recovery therapist and mental health clinician. Catch part two as we talk about dangerous ways to cope with stress, the concept of post-traumatic growth, and the value